Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. It's Terry Savage, the person behind the Savage Truth, the money lady. We're always so thankful she joins us on Tuesday, and people always have a million questions. But what's the big story today, Terry? The big story is a big worry, and that is the worry that the credit card bills are coming. They're going to be in the mail if you're not watching online. And any moment you're going to get an envelope that says, wow, did I spend all that over the holidays? <laughs> it's not just you, it's everybody. There are some shocking statistics. Credit card balances in the third quarter jumped 15% from a year ago. It was the largest jump in 20 years. So I've talked to you before about warning about that holiday spending. Well, now it's all coming in, and the numbers are going to be a surprise. Average holiday debt, according to LendingTree, was spiked to the highest level since they started tracking it in 2015. The average debt taken on, average on across. Now, there's some wealthy people and there's some other people reached $1,549, up 24% from last year. And what we know is now that for a long time, the economists were saying, hey, consumers are out there spending. There's not going to be a recession. Everything's fine. And I think what's coming to a realization now is that a lot of people um, just had to spend for basic necessities of life. It wasn't just holiday shopping. Mm-hmm. So we have a debt crisis uh, that we're going to meet in the spring quarter, for sure. You know what I had to do? Because I order so much stuff online, and you really don't realize how much you're spending because it's a a push this button, and we'll send it to you directly. So I just made a payment every time I got paid in December, and I've made two payments in January just because I was like, geez, I I don't want to put all that on my credit card, but you have no choice if you're ordering online. Exactly. Well, you, it's not a question of using your credit card. It's, you're so right. It's about tracking it. And you're doubly right. There's no law that says you have to wait till the day the bill comes in order to pay it. You can always put a little toward your credit card, just if you're, especially if you're banking online, just send some money toward it. But um, it's a bad sign for the economy in the year ahead. The consumer savings rate dropped. It plummeted. Now, when all those trillions of dollars worth of stimulus checks went out and nobody could go out and spend them, basically, except for ordering food, they couldn't travel, they couldn't do anything, the savings rate soared. It now has plummeted to the lowest level in 20 years, and on top of it, consumer credit card debt is rising. So it's not a good story, and it's just kind of a warning. Don't keep spending. Open the envelope, and you know the secret formula. If you take this month's minimum payment... Double it. Write that number down. Put it on a sticker on your computer monitor. Pay that same amount. Double this month's amount and never charge another penny. You'll get that debt paid off in less than three years. But if you don't and just pay the minimums, it could take you 30 years and four times what you charged in interest along the way. Don't they put that on your credit card statement now? No, they don't tell you. There's not a warning. Do you know how every single food or every, I mean, I I once read an article that ladders, step ladders, have 12 warning tags on them. They don't warn you about credit. It's so easy. It's so, you know, here's the minimum. But that minimum over the years, and the years could be from anywhere from 26 to 31 years, the way the minimums are calculated till you pay it off. It's terrible. 
Terry Savage is with us. You should check out TerrySavage.com. Terry, earlier we talked to the president and CEO of the Identity Theft Resource Center about what a great group. About children. They're, they're, yes. and, and what's happening is parents are taking credit cards out in their kids' name because their credit is bad and they need money. And then by the time the kid's 18, they've got bad credit and they had no idea that this was going on. That's a sad story. Identity theft just from strangers or family members who take uh, credit in a child's name. If you're a parent, you want to make sure that your child's credit is as secure as your own. We all locked our credit a few years ago with all the major credit uh, things that happened. Um, But right now, one of the things you might want to do is search for your child's credit report at annualcreditreport.com. Your child shouldn't have a credit report, but your child has a social security number. So search. If there's credit there, someone has used your child's number to establish credit, then you're on for a long procedure. The Identity Theft Research Center is just one of the great places to turn for help, but it's not easy to get out of that. Yeah, she was she was good. That's up for a podcast if anybody wants to give that a listen. Okay, a couple questions for Terry. Is the interest in I-bonds and T-bonds compounding interest? It is compounding, but the rate, what people don't understand is, so you bought a, let's say you bought a treasury bill at 4.83% last uh, six-month bill. You get the interest up front. So in that sense, on T-bills, it doesn't compound. Um, And the fact is that you get the interest up front at maturity. The principal goes back in your checking account unless you you sign up for automatic renewals. But there'll be a new interest rate in six months. It might be lower. If the economy falls into a recession, if the Fed really raises rates enough now, all the people that bought I-bonds and treasury bills might find that the next six-month rate is actually lower. I know that's hard to believe, but the next six-month rate will be set in May for I-bonds, six months from when you buy a treasury bill. By that time, the Fed might just have beaten the economy into a slowing recession and rates might come down. We've got a question for you. Dave, thanks for calling the Lisa Dent Show. What did you want to ask Terry? Hi, it's about home mortgage. I, I've been, uh, for the last seven years, paying my mortgage divided by four plus $25 a week. So I pay weekly. And there, the bank's computer cannot figure out what I'm doing. That's right. They keep trying to raise my rate. Uh, not my rate, but my house payment. So now all of a sudden it got to like six, almost $700. And I'm like, wait a minute, my house payment is $333.31. So basically they made me pay my own escrow, which I can do, which is great. That's what I wanted. They wouldn't let me do it before. Go ahead, Terry. I know you want to get it a word. Hang on, Dave. Dave, don't pick a fight with a computer. Don't pick a fight with a financial institution's computer. What you can do is every month you can pay a specific amount additional and say, credit that to principal. Your escrow is your escrow for property taxes and insurance. That doesn't do you any good on the mortgage balance. And trying to put in odd amounts every week is just going to cause you a problem. Either make a larger mortgage payment every month and direct the bank and check to make sure it's going toward principal. Or you can pay your mortgage twice a month, half of it, and that will bring it down faster. But don't do these odd amounts. You might want to refinance. I know, and the computers aren't set up for that. 
And you're messing them up and you're messing yourself up. And if they're just applying it to your property taxes escrow, that's not doing you any good in bringing down your mortgage balance. But the computers don't know what you're doing. And it's and believe me, it's not helping you. Yeah. So that's you can say for your mortgage payment is six hundred and eighty five dollars a month. Every month I'm going to send you nine hundred dollars or a thousand dollars. Please credit the additional amount to principal. They can handle that, but they can't handle odd amounts at odd times. Okay. All right. Let me jump over to Mark. We'll get one last question in with Terry Savage before she's got to move on. Mark, what's your question? Terry, if I've got some extra cash laying around, is it better for me to apply it toward principal or to make double payments? Does it make a difference? I don't know that you have some extra cash lying around that you, what depends on your mortgage rate. If you were smart and got a mortgage rate in the 3% area, why would you want to pay it down sooner right now, especially? First of all, you pay off your credit cards. They're charging 19.5% at least, and many people are paying more if you have extra cash. Second of all, you have some liquidity for savings. Buy, go to terrysavage.com and read how to buy treasury bills where you can earn almost closer now to 5%. So I don't wouldn't fool around with my paying down my mortgage at this point if you have a low-rate mortgage. If not, of course, apply it toward principal. We always appreciate everything you offer us. And thanks for taking questions because, you know, nobody... I gets, love that, Lisa. Nobody gets a chance to just ask Terry Savage a question. But you answer questions every once in a while on your website too, right? All the time at Ask Terry blog at terrysavage.com. All right. Have a beautiful day. You too. terrysavage.com. Make sure you reach out to her. Steve has your news coming up next on 720 WGN. Lisa Dent. WGN.